Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, Montreal, welcome to this very special live podcast event. Would you please put your hands together for My Mama Told Me! What the fuck is up? Hi, everybody! Wow! All 18 of you showed up. This is so nice. I called each of you individually to join us today. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Bang, 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 skeet, 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 you know? Welcome to the first official live recording of My Mama Told Me. That's right. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know it. It's the podcast where we dive deep deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally worked to prove that that little flashy thing on the set of Men in Black was in fact causing neurological damage to Will Smith, and it is the reason that he slapped Chris Rock and is having the meltdown that he's having. Could you, are you trying to convince me that there was something wrong with Will Smith this whole time? Fuck you. He was a goddamn hero. He was all of our heroes. All he did was was eat pussy and rap about finishing your homework. He was a good man. And then he got involved with Men in Black. The, the prop master burned his fucking brain with whatever the flashy thing is to make way for who? Harry Styles and John Cena? A new crop of megastars to steal his attention? They could never take down Will Smith without damaging his brain. Now he's got Hollywood CTE and the white man did it to him. <laughs> I'm your host, Langston Kerman. <laughs> this is pretty much how I behave the whole time in case you're unfamiliar with my work or the podcast. I, I I'm truly I'm I'm honored that you would come. We we're gonna we're gonna talk some shit, and I'm I'm grateful 
that I have three comedians who who I love dearly who are going to come and talk some shit with me. We're going to I've written down some fun conspiracy theories for us to play with. And maybe you guys will chime in. Fuck it. There's 12 of us. We'll figure it out <laughs> together. You know what I mean? If you if you got a riff, throw it out there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> But but the the comedians who are joining me today they're they're all phenomenal they're they're such talented individuals and and I'm just gonna bring them up and then we'll get into it that sound good to you guys? <laughs> Fuck yeah! I, the the first person I'm gonna bring to the stage he you know him from Last Comic Standing he's fucking phenomenal so funny this is weird but he actually hosted my new faces years and years ago and it was it was an honor then and it's an honor to have him now but most importantly you know him from his brand new youtube special stupid don't get tired give it up for my man mr alonzo bowden i know shorty and she doesn't want no slow song had a man last year life goes on haven't let the thing lose girl it's so long wherever you want wherever you want whatever feels good to you i'll grab this one i just want you to know that i've reached the point at just for laughs that I've hosted everyone's new faces. <laughs> There's no one here whose new faces I didn't host. You're telling me I'm not special? You're telling me <laughs> <laughs> that little historical fact doesn't mean anything to these people? Nothing. All right. No, I, I thought you were introducing <laughs> your other guests, man. Of course I don't you were know. special. I remember you like a brother. <laughs> the guy from the thing. <laughs> All right. My feelings are hurt. My next guest. <laughs> oh, my next guest. She she's lovely. I've I've known her for for some years now. I think we met in Toronto years ago. If I, if I'm remembering correctly, she's so funny. She just moved to New York City, which we've been talking a shit ton about. I personally have escaped New York, and thank God. But she's in she's in the shit now. You know, she's watching people jerk off for the first time, and that's special too. She's so funny. You you know her from her work on Late Night with Seth Meyers. She did. She told jokes there. Give it up for a Huda Hersey. Yeah. You guys played Drake. That was thank you so much. Thank you. I if it makes you that. feel better, they're going to play Drake for all of you. Oh, okay, never. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> they were that's like, fair. we can't offend people with yeah. Drake. This is, <laughs> if we make it too much of, you know, nigga music, we'll, <laughs> nigga music. we'll upset some people. We but can't Drake, play future. that's, yeah, we no, no. Can't don't. play future. Nope. No, no. You no. could do a, a Drake feature yes. on yeah, some yeah. future shit, but no. We've alienated the white people now with this very specific. We got a hot Drake. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right my last guest and and he's fucking funny so so goddamn funny you know him from the problem with john stewart please give it up for my final guest mr jay jordan hell yeah well I, we don't talk enough about how drake is a canadian export drake and justin bieber so a lot of the problems mm -hmm. that people blame on america Whoa. It's y'all niggas. That's I want y'all to know whoa, that whoa. party, uh, Tory Lanez, all the shit that we have to deal with on black Twitter is Canadian. That's right. Oh, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. I love that. Yes. Wow. It's y'all. Yeah, oh, my it God. It ain't us. Yes. American black men weren't shooting yeah. feet. Y'all do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your American thing. black men have the decency to shoot 
to kill. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna maim Megan the Stallion. The funny thing about that is like that. That's the extent of badass Canadians. You gave us Drake, <laughs> Bieber, and Tristan Thompson. Like, well, yeah, there's a crime <laughs> the weekend. wave. The, the weekend. Oh, you, now they're really getting tough. This. The thing, even I'm, your I'm, hoods are gentle. <laughs> no, no, no. Sometimes I like the weekend because every now and then I want to jerk off and cry, and that's like. <laughs> I just, I want to cry about the fact that I'm currently cheating. Every Weekend song is the song you play when you're coming home way too late without an excuse, and you know your boyfriend slash girlfriend is going to be mad. I, I've always felt like the weekend, the weekend's like if you want to do cocaine, but feel cute about it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you just want to yes. feel a little, yes. I'm just going to do a little bit of cocaine. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a key bump. It's not a line. It's just a, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Well, we uh, we we don't have time to talk about Canadian bullshit anymore because because I have some conspiracy theories that I would love to unpack with you all. We'll riff. We'll talk some shit. Uh, perhaps I'll bring in a little bit of research that I've done in my private time. I didn't do shit, but <laughs> but we'll we'll see where it takes us. I I, I want to start with a softball. This is going to be the closest I can get to a softball for our first conspiracy theory. This is a fun one. I'm excited for us to unpack together. It, the, the conspiracy theory is my mama told me black men love fat white women. <laughs> All right. Can, as a Mississippian, is, can I speak first? I, <laughs> it would only be right. All right. So <laughs> when you are fat white woman hunting, you... <laughs> You find the closest Walmart. You That's where you get your musket. <laughs> and, the, I mean, the, the gun and the game are both there. So I think it's true because of, like, research and data and, most importantly, episodes of Maury Povich. I think, Whoa. yeah, I've seen it. So it's, it's true. You're bought in right away. You're like, I, I, think, I believe it's true. I think it was true. And then we found out we could get Kardashians. Mm. <laughs> we <were> like, Whoa, <laughs> we can get those? I'm listening. All right, we're going to leave the fat ones behind and get some of those artificial black ones. I like yeah. where this is going. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because because for a while, the premise was, for those of you that are unfamiliar, the premise was that black men are naturally attracted to thicker people, as is is more common in our, our racial experience. That's what, what our women look like. But also the white woman was somehow more simple or easy to deal with than you difficult black women, whatever the fuck it was. And so they were pursuing wow, white. Two people just laughed. I want to acknowledge that as a black woman. And three I people see, walked. It got yeah, weird. I see y'all. I see y'all. <laughs> Did they walk before the podcast started? <laughs> They're like, this ain't for me. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the, the point being that that ultimately the suggestion was that like a thick ass black lady was or a white lady rather was all we could get. But your point, and I like this one, Alonzo, is that now, you know, we can get a better version of this thing. Well, white women started literally buying black women's asses yeah like it was <laughs> it was a thing where right i mean this to, to black women can say this that that everything that they said they didn't like about black women they suddenly went to plastic surgery like can i get lips like that yeah. can i get an ass like that and so it kind of changed 
it changed the marketplace. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, it, it was like it was like cars, right? Suddenly, now they were viewing women as objects. No, but it was like cars. <laughs> just a comparison. <laughs> but it was like cars. Just suddenly, <laughs> suddenly you went to turbocharged white women, and we were like, whoa. <laughs> I like those. I'm going to get one of those. Sure, I want a Honda Civic with the lights on like, the bottom. I think you know? it's also the fact that, like, <laughs> fat has meant so many things over the past 20 years. So it used, like, there was a point when people were like, oh, you know, Marilyn Monroe was kind of thick. And everyone's like, no, she wasn't. Yeah. So there was a time when, like, white girls who thought they were fat because uh, Kate Moss is, like, the beauty standard were, like, hooking up with black girls. I and mean, they were just, like, normal-sized women. So then it, like, kept going. And now, if I do happen to see a black man with Honey Boo Boo, I'm like, okay, that's the line. We yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. to do that. That uh-huh. And that does feel like, oh, you're making a choice. Yeah, you've this seen... Is, you. I know you have TLC, my brother. Yeah, this isn't... <laughs> This isn't this isn't racism anymore. This isn't like some weird institutionalized shit. You just really like that bitch. And that's okay. I'm not mad at you, but come on, big dog. Don't blame that on the other thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, less teeth is fun for very specific reasons, but still, you don't have to. <laughs> the choice. crowd went quiet on that. They were like, sorry, we don't we don't co-sign that. No, thank you. Oh, and we let's, I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge when I say fat white women, I'm obviously talking in in a in reference rather to to an antiquated language that no longer is safe and, and appropriate. We obviously are body positive here at the podcast. We blame white people for everything, but we're body positive. <laughs> You're the goddamn devil, but it's not because of your bodies. <laughs> yeah, we just got it's because we, of your we, souls. We got Langston to apologize for saying fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's covered. It's handled. You can take oh, the don't. snipers down. You, you don't think this is being broadcast beyond this room, do you? Oh no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure here. they're gonna burn this recording yeah, as they, soon as they, it. they didn't turn on the machine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, did we burn our? Did we burn all our energy on that one? No, no, no. I think. I think it was true. I think now we've moved on. We like I don't know what black men love more than big white girls. Now I think it's like I don't know rasta pasta, like fusion dishes. Mm. Like we love, we but we know black men will be like, oh man, I'm really into this. Like and now it's I don't know, it's Hellcat superchargers. There's something yeah, else we yeah, like yeah. more currently. Yeah, that's well, yeah, it's an old stereotype. It's yeah. old, mm-hmm. but but now it's it's much more open. I guess. I, I don't know. The don't internet know, made things vast I mean, and complicated. Like those white women. Like those yeah. white women. Like those yeah. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember, I think, ladies. I think we're going to have to identify people. We're going to have to identify people before each statement because I ain't going down with you. Going <laughs> Jay's on his own. Jay's on his own. Bye, yeah. Jay. I don't Jay's think anyone's going to be like... Alonzo Bowden. I in, in no way endorse anything being said on this podcast. That was another. I encourage all white women to be their own person and brothers. You, what you do, you. Sometimes they can be two people. What? what, Stop. All right. (laughs) Wait. Do you guys? Do you guys? I believe you're you're seeing a white person. Yes. 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 Well, married. Married to a white person. Yes. Yes. So he's definitely say it the political way. I'm taking half of his stuff. That's what we are. Um. He isn't a fat woman. Mm. <laughs> you you kind of walked into that one, Langston. I, I, can... I think you better do another one of your disclaimers really quick. <laughs> Langston Listen, I think is fat a homophobe. Woman, I think fat women can come in many forms. 
And genders. And it's and not genders. for me to decide if you're a fat white woman. You decide if you're a fat white woman. Do you self-identify? And I acknowledge that self-identification. Yeah, there you go. Do you self-identify? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never been with a big white lady. I, I've never had the pleasure. Okay. What about... I feel like the a opportunity man that identifies as a big white lady. Have I'll you? get there, but I, you know, I haven't made enough money yeah, in that's, Hollywood. That's, that's a different. That's a different black <laughs> conspiracy in Hollywood. Uh-huh. <laughs> what Alonzo's talking about. <laughs> I feel like the opportunity probably presented itself for you, and you might have turned it down. Oh, that I just I yeah. didn't I didn't take advantage. Yeah, of I the... feel like that's what I'm getting from you. Yeah, I don't. I you know what what always scared me is this conspiracy theory. I think when I was growing up as a kid felt like it was like truly out of our control that there was something innate in us that would just deeply desired white women so much that we were like savages for them yeah and in that way i think i've always been scared of white women because i'm like man if y'all that addicting i don't want nothing to do you know what i mean (laughs) it's like not trying heroin for me where i'm like i'm good i don't yeah. I don't need to find out what that does. <laughs> wow, did you overthink this shit? <laughs> My God. I love that. What's weird like, is I wrote this all down. No, I'm just thinking that you you just saw, <laughs> saw a white woman, and then in your mind you went through the entire history and projected, and by then yeah. she's like, fuck Langston. I, can't. <laughs> I explained it all to her, and she was offended, yeah. but she got it. Yeah, and you know what her response was? She was like, second window, please." Like, <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's move on because we got some other fun ones that I want us to dig into. This one gets a little heavier, and I'm excited about. Don't that. stop making these fat jokes. All right, all right. God damn it! You know when you invite someone on and then you regret it afterwards. <laughs> No, I'm joking. What a riff machine. I love it. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, this is a fun one. My mama told me the government is developing weapons for race-based genetic warfare. Oh, I think that's classic. You think that's classic? Tell me more. Uh, well, you know, also for me, it's like my family were Somali. So like the fact that my parents are immigrants, it's like there's an extra layer of distrust for the government, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this isn't funny. This is just creepy. But um, <laughs> we'll find out together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just a thing that um, Somali people always say to each other. And they're like, it, the direct translation of it is uh, watch out for, for white people. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. So that was always something I heard growing up. But then, you know, that doesn't help you because uh, you got to actually be comfortable around white people to succeed. Yeah, you know, people say that Somali people say that in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, to <laughs> each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> very funny that they're like in Canada. But, but then... they'll do it in America, too. Somali's like just in the diaspora. <laughs> we'll do it to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. beautiful. That's y'all's like, stay woke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> Yes, Jay, that's what it is. All right, I love you. Watch out for white people. Watch out. (laughs) (laughs) It's their aloha. Yeah. Good night, baby. Watch out for white people. (laughs) So, like, like when when the George Floyd stuff was happening, you saw, uh, because, you know, there's a heavy Somali population there. Like, in Somali, they wrote it out. Like, watch out for white people in Somali. That was, like, a sign that they were, yeah, there were so many of those. Mm. So, you're saying your theory is the government is creating a machine for race bait like well first of all how dare you make this my conspiracy the conspiracy theory you delivered the conspiracy you don't get to make me a psychopath on my special day to me it's like like so so what do you say the government created gun shops in kentucky like the the united states the the machine for race-based warfare no, it's not the government. It's it, you just said it. it's white people. Like yeah. what the? Well, he, well I don't, I don't, is I don't bringing think up a good point. To, there's the government didn't need to get involved in this. We've got the South. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. They they've got a whole thing. And, Corporate you know, America. The 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 Confederate flag crowd and the, the whole yeah. The government. I love my base. The idea that the government had to create this machine, like, oh, there was no racism until they came up with it. No, this is, you know, I love love what you're saying about about Canada. Like, you, your family warns you to watch out for racism in Canada. Black people in America, like, let's go to Canada where there's no racism. You know, your, <laughs> yeah, your you racism guys, is so gentle, of- we run to it. <laughs> oh, you know, I've been here for two weeks just enjoying Canadian racism. It's like, oh, they think I don't speak French. That's the fucking problem. They're like, fantastic. <laughs> well, well, here's what, let, let, let's clarify if we can. The conspiracy theory at hand suggests that there is an actual machine and or like a type of machine being created that will specifically target brown and black bodies 
instead of oh, uh, I know what the machine bodies. is though. It is the fryer at Popeyes. Okay. I know what the machine is. <laughs> <laughs> I, there, there is technology that is destroying us slowly but surely from the inside genetically. Sure. It just happens to be peanut oil. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, or is this also like an Ancestry.com thing where it's like, don't... Okay, so when a bunch of... Like, when people who are the descendants of enslaved people, and I pray I said that correctly, in America do shit like Ancestry.com, and people are like, you're giving the government your DNA. Is that also part of it? Where like, now they can study black people, make some new black people in a lab, like that kind mm. of shit? I think, I think there are plenty of suggestions. <laughs> My brother said, yes. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you're bought in. <laughs> so here's what I'll say, and we did talk about this once before on an episode, is that that there is a fair amount of evidence that it is extremely dangerous to be handing over your DNA because of not necessarily them creating motherfuckers in the lab, but because of the intentional thing that they do afterwards with that information. The crime shit. The crime shit, but also now they can like they can deny you a mortgage because you have diabetes in your family history. What? And they go, well, you're not going to live 30 years yeah, down the line. I'm buying a house, so not we're an not ice cream giving shop. you a 30-year mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, but that's not that's not that new. You know mm. what I mean? Like they didn't like if they wanted to deny you a mortgage because you're black. It wasn't like, well, you're going to be diabetic in thirty years. I mean, it's right. This goes back to redlining and everything else. Like they just do it. Yeah, you're black. Like like the one thing about black people is the discrimination has always been easy. They didn't need to to check your DNA to find out you're yeah. black. They just looked at <laughs> yeah. you. You went to the bank, they looked at you, and they're like, fuck no. You know, that was, what, are you crazy? No, we're not letting you shit. Yeah. So, you know, there were people, again, right? So people passing, like if you're passing, maybe you don't want to uh, look it up, okay? Um, maybe Blessing then versus you don't Ferguson. Them, maybe then you don't want to give them your DNA, but for most of us, it's like they know you're black. You know, I, I, I saw a black listen, man. My dad's from Honduras. Mm. I tried the Latino thing. They didn't buy it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? They didn't buy it. Like, nigga, you know what you are. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. You're I right. think it's because your accent was probably like, hola. Alonzo <laughs> <laughs> was like, come on, say, dice, bitch. <laughs> In this motherfucker. Uh, they saw right through that. Langston, yeah. I saw a black man give his, D his, his DNA away mm. on film. And after Ray J got done with Kim, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting because we do give it away just in a different method. Sure. It usually just ends up on people's back. <laughs> and you can keep it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first time you're going to hear Langston say that to a woman. <laughs> I'm a proud father. <laughs> I do think I do think the, the grander point, though, of this being sort of some sprite remix of some old shit that's already existed feels correct. That they are just finding new ways to be advantageous and continue sort of like the antiquated, let's keep the black people from owning property type shit. And and the the warfare of it all is also like, you know, it's not that different than whatever experiments they were running back in 60s, 70s, the fucking early 1900s. Well, okay, so black conspiracy theories are usually just the truth with a time delay. Mm. So, because what happens is when you bring up stuff like Tuskegee, 
They basically said, we know these men have syphilis. We're going to give them a placebo to see how syphilis ravages the body and the mind of these people. But they're going to think they're receiving treatment for their syphilis. So then there was a whole conspiracy theory where people were like, I don't really trust doctors because I don't know if they give black people the same care. And everyone said, oh, black people are crazy. Black people are, are hypochondriacs. Black people are like blowing shit up. They're so dramatic at the doctor. But it literally, statistically, in the 60s, they didn't give black men treatment for syphilis their families got syphilis people died people had brain hemorrhages and then fucking five years ago we found out that they literally were like oh well black people don't experience pain the same way yeah. and that's the only reason we were safe from the opioid Christ. epidemic yeah, was racism saves that was it yeah. <laughs> that they were like we're not yeah. gonna give black people vicodin yeah. And then we were like, thank God they did not Don't give us. <laughs> and that and that also is rooted in like a crazy history where like even the fucking the birth of gynecological, I don't know. Gynecological. You got it. Yeah. The, <laughs> the birth of pussy studies <laughs> in America came from a dude who was just experimenting on black women. Just yeah. they were alive. Taking, in a way. Right, because they yeah. didn't. No taking anesthesia. slave women and saying they don't feel it when I stay them in their pussies this is how i'm going to study to be able to protect white women in the future so it's you know to your point it's all sort of rooted in a, a single we don't give a fuck and then they just find a new way to not give a fuck every well that, and that's the look why on white I say, people's faces right now is priceless <laughs> right now i don't know if we're all y'all weren't there this, were you? <laughs> <laughs> this is the stuff they all can't teach in schools in florida <laughs> in just florida yeah well, well texas yeah. <laughs> but no this this but that's the point the the racism isn't new Right. That's why I say they don't need a machine to do it. Mm. They've always been doing it, yeah. you know, so so it's not like we we got to come up with a secret way to do this shit. It's like, no, they they've been doing it since the beginning. And by the way, white people, this doesn't apply to all white people. But it does for make me. That yeah. Yeah, well, I blame each and every and you, one of you individually. <laughs> and I'm going to make direct eye contact. So, you know, I mean it. Yeah, unless someone here has industry <laughs> connections, it's your fault. Right. Yes, there you go. Yes, yes. I, I will well, say. You sure know how to run the industry out of your fucking show. You know <laughs> I'm going upstairs. To yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't, yeah. I ain't <laughs> hanging out with this crew. <laughs> I told you guys in the back that I burn bridges. Ah. Oh my God. I'm going to go do the Tucker Carlson podcast now. <laughs> Just to balance shit out. <laughs> I will say, here's an added layer of fun to this conspiracy theory, although I think we, we uh, there, there are some who believe that Area 51 is not, in fact, a place where there is any alien experimentation, but it is simply a place for the housing of the experiments for these race-based chemicals and or warfare, whatever they're planning. That the the aliens in Area 51 is a red herring for us to get distracted so that they can, like, come up with nigga weapons. No, that's Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. You're telling me that Area 51 is just a nightclub I can't get into? That's right. <laughs> Not with no, them you, shoes. You can get in. You can't get, get out. out. There you, go. Yes. you can't get Important out. Important distinction. You, I want that club flyer on my windshield no, wiper. I, I have some, I don't know, distant experience with that. The whole Area 51. All right. You UFO don't have to say Wait, more. Oh! No, let me tell you. What is this I'm weird gonna coded? I'm going to tell you what, what this is. The whole UFO thing, right? Back in the 80s, I worked in aerospace. Oh. And I worked on top secret 
military planes. Well, not okay. anymore. And the one thing, the one thing I learned is the government is flying shit around and do like they have shit that people like. Oh, that's from outer space. It's like no, that's the government testing some new shit that you're going to find out in Whoa. 20 years exists. Oh. Are you allowed to say that? You know, now I am. <laughs> okay. It's all okay. declassified. Yeah. Okay. They already beat his ass for but it. No, okay. But no, but <laughs> like there was one plane that we worked on, right, that radar couldn't see. Okay. And so, and they fly it. They're flying this thing and they fly it in the desert. They fly it over Nevada, New Mexico, and all of that because nobody's out there in the middle of the desert. So somebody sees it and they're like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, well, let's just tell them it's a UFO. It's like, no, that's a military plane from the future. So when you talk about Area 51 and shit like that, like their experiment, our government, this one thing they're really good at is fucking killing people, whether it's killing a mass of people mm. or killing one specific person, like drone strikes. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, trust me, they were doing drone strikes in like the fucking 90s that we didn't know about. Now we know they're doing it, but they, yeah. sure. they're experiments. So they're doing shit now. That in 2050, I'll be long gone, but you guys will still be here. Uh, there, well, be nice. <laughs> Listen, I'm okay with it. I had a good run. Every time I see someone in their 20s and 30s, I'm like, <laughs> sorry, but we had no, fun. No, we've already um, got they've already got you booked yeah, hosting so. new faces. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we can experiment on Alonzo uh, and cryogenically freeze him so that he has to stay. <laughs> That's great. But no, that a lot of that stuff, like when you talk about conspiracy theories with time. A lot of that shit is like, but but it's not what people think the government's working on. They they work on scientific shit and like, how are we gonna kill people? How are we gonna stay the most powerful thing in the world? That's what wow. they're doing. They, they they black people are a concern, <laughs> you know. They're like, yeah, but we pretty much got these niggas under control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to look at other countries and how we're going to take care of that. Shit. That was sure, a very sure. good Donald Rumsfeld impression. <laughs> <laughs> He's are there, we can just out of curiosity, okay, just out of curiosity, are there more secrets that you just have to hold on to that you're not allowed to no, say? No, I or will tell that... you, this is, this is what I learned. Although I have friends who I worked with in that business really felt like they're not allowed to have social media okay. or anything because okay. they know shit. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The shit I know, it's you know, declassified. was before comedy, okay. right? So, but from the amount that I worked on, it made me realize, holy shit, like I'm just working on this one project. Yeah, yeah. And there's... 20 other companies like the one I'm working on. So who knows how much shit there's a lot of shit out there's there. going on, but yeah, there yeah. is a so, lot of stuff. Wow. So when on. you see the government go, Hey, UFOs in the sky, we acknowledge them for the first time, blah, 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 blah. Your instinct is never to be like, yes, they're finally saying aliens. They're going, Hey, that's the bullshit we were working on 20 years. The ago. only UFO theory that I believe in is the one that said they came here they looked at humans and said, let's get the fuck out of here. These are, we, we ain't fucking with these people. Yeah. That's the only one I believe in, that they looked at and said, oh, no, no this, we're good. This, this existence isn't ready for us. Let's Whoa. get the hell out yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one I believe. Damn, we just basic bitches. <laughs> Bas yeah, of the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So Think nobody's about, bought in. Nobody you, thinks that there's, there's a weapon out there that, no. that's a nigga ray gun. No. <laughs> but who, how would it pass through white genetic material and get to us you know what i mean like what would my brother i'm no scientist be? that's not <laughs> really that's not the work I that i do <laughs> but Langston, if you say there's a nigga ray gun i'm gonna be like oh my nigga little ray ray gun yeah i know him <laughs> little ray ray <laughs> all right 
We're gonna try another one. I'm I, excited to see how you guys handle this one. This is this is a fun one. I, this oh please. No no no. Sorry, I was just gonna chime in with something my mom said recently. No no, it's fine. No, I, it, that's the she name of the podcast. She already told us to look out me? for white people. So <laughs> if your mom said it, I want to know what it is. My mom recently, I was just talking to her like last night, and she's like, uh, I don't know, this came up. You know how you feel like you know your parents' crazy threshold, and mm-hmm. then they say something every once in a while, and you're like, oh, I didn't know you were crazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my mom just slid this real quick in the conversation. She's like, you know white people fuck their dogs. <laughs> Your rebuttal, and I was like, "What?" Care, my mom is care to explain. My mom, <laughs> I w- and I was defending white people. I was like, "What? It's not white people don't fuck their dogs." I'm like, "It's it's like their friend," and she's like, "Well, they go into the bed," and I'm like, "No, but it's like they're holding their friend." I'm like, "But they also kiss the friend on the mouth. Do you kiss your friends on the mouth?" Whoa! And she's convinced you In guys your fuck mom's your dogs. Dis- in Convince. your mom's defense, I've seen that tape. And <laughs> I... <laughs> German shepherds are strong. That's the only thing I want to say. And kind the if only... you train them right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can say to that theory is I'm sure that makes my dog much happier to be my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will My say is like, a dodge the bullet on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is a fucked up thing they do with black people where they pretend like we're real mean to our dog. You just they, yeah. we don't give a fuck about. I animals. think it was after Michael Vick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and maybe y'all care too much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's a balance that needs to happen <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Where it's somewhere between not yelling at them and not fucking them. <laughs> You know what? Notice no white people really stuck up for their for their <laughs> kind. They none of you guys you guys just yeah. You should it off. boo boo right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Do you think that they fuck their dogs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I like okay. this dude. Yeah. He's like I yeah. believe yeah. everything yeah. y'all say. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Sorry, I, I no, was on a tangent. My mom said it last night, and I knew I was doing the podcast. A, I was like, I got to bring it up. Know. Okay, this what? is a, someone brought up a very important point. There is a white joke trope about a white woman or a white man putting peanut butter on themselves mm-hmm. and having a dog lick it. So there is black foundation to this theory. Okay. Sure. <laughs> black I don't, because you well, brought Lucy it up. Kate. You agreed. I was like, I do remember that. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. has a joke about how he put cottage cheese on his balls and had his dog lick it off. It, there is and that was a foreshadowing, and, you know. Obviously, you know, it's a foreshadowing. But also, yeah. but I'm also, curious. but also, I can't believe all dogs. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm We're joking. What I'm, curious, what I'm curious about. What conversation were you having with your mother that that came up? Um, Don't trust white people. You know they fuck their dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Even the word for white people in Somali sounds aggressive. Adan. Like, it's like, you you hear that word and you're like, yeah, you got to stay away. Adan. Mm. You got to stay away. This sounds like a good order, I thought. Mm. Uh, I was just telling my mom that I want to get a dog. And then she was just saying, don't. And then just had to mention that you guys fuck your dogs. Like, I know you've been. You know, most people would people be like, "Don't get a dog." They, there's a lot of work involved, no. or they or you don't want to clean up after them. They, 
That's a gonna, big jump to don't get a dog. You know, white people fuck their dogs. Well, because I, I told <laughs> Next her. thing you know, there's a white person breaking in your house. <laughs> Give you me that goddamn home, dog. Your dog. <laughs> this is, Give this. me that fucking lassie poo. <laughs> that tight palm there, there, had ass. To be, there had to be an easier way for her to talk to No, no, no it's because I told, I told my mom. <laughs> if you reach the point where the only thing that's going to stop you is, well, you know, white people fuck the dogs like, Mom, I'm getting the dog. No, right? it's because I, I said I wanted to adopt a dog, and she thinks that the previous owner is going to be oh, white. Oh, she's like, that so dog's already like a already sexual assault fucked. victim. You know what I'm saying? You're she not trying like, to bring that get, in your house. Don't get no hoe-ass dog. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> get a virgin. But, okay, so here's the other thing. I would say this. They also ass dog. They love dog breeds to the point that I... It's making a little bit of sense to me, and here's why. <laughs> I love this. Let's you follow could, the train, uh -oh. baby. You could be walking. I have a dog. I don't fuck her. Once again, we've established I'm queer. And so she, I'm walking her, and people will be like, oh, yeah, she's definitely part chow, some collie, oh, a little bit of Australian cattle dog. And I'm like, you want to fuck? Bendy? <laughs> my dog is cute. Also, my dog is cute as fuck. So I get why, but... It's making sense. Have you ever seen the Westminster Dog Show when they like parade the dogs? And they go, "This yeah. is a good looking dog." Yeah, yeah. this is a great looking dog. No, there, and there's Look that the point. ass on this dog. Yeah. There's that point in that mm. in that dog show where a lady literally goes down and like grabs and the it. dog. Oh yes, yeah. they do. Just yeah. to make sure it's good, good, strong. Yeah, and shit. the Rottweiler goes, "I know, right?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking is, you three need to be around white people a little more. <laughs> They're not that bad. Well, I, 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 was I, got, I was I've defending. been around them all hold my on. life. They I got one hold on, hold on. Room right now. That's they not have true. Their faults. Hold That's on. not they true. Have their problems. Uh, uh, uh. You're the worst. They're I not need to dog say this. fuckers. For the I, record, I can safely say. <laughs> okay. okay, a few maybe out in the hills, up in the yeah. Appalachians, here and there. Yeah, there yeah. might be the occasional dog or sheep yeah. that's been violated. But in general, white okay. people are all right. I've been to the dog park with white people. None of the dogs appeared violated. Okay. They I, seem to be happy, well Do they have peanut butter in their animals. pockets? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, the occasional say, dog treat, but that was about it. I, <laughs> sorry, sorry. For the record, I just want to say I was defending white people on the call with my mom. I was sticking up for the Caucasian community. I assure I you we're doing. erasing all of this from the podcast. Yes, okay. I'll no, never is... defend you on my... On yeah, my... <laughs> Not my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will confidently go on record with my statement, white people are not dog fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I, knew that, I like that Alonzo was like dog fuckers, but he was like, them sheep though. The sheep. <laughs> sheep is a whole different thing. The sheep are on their own, but the dogs... <laughs> sheep are on their own. <laughs> All right. Here's Sorry, a... I took you off on no, it. This on was, no, this was yeah. important work. That's what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful 
beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The final, the final one that I'll present to you is one that I found uh, via a Reddit search this morning. My mama told me the U.S. military influenced popularity of high school football to make sure that high school graduates were in great shape when they signed up for military service. Have you seen the average American high school kid? <laughs> Those fat bastards couldn't do military. No, that no, they they're not. The, the NFL does. Sure. The NFL makes sure you grow. Did you see that kid, the 14-year-old, he's like 300 pounds yeah. already, solid muscle. Like that they they might have influenced, but the average American high school kid But do you mean black high school kids in highly urban areas because i mean that oh they play basketball (laughs) i don't completely disagree here we go if you if now you're playing the game i like to play if uh, i feel like i really should be in the barber chair right now uh i'll spin you around if that makes you more comfortable (laughs) but then you also gotta be like man they turn the kids gay right jay and i'm like uh uh are you downloading me up? We're listening. We're listening. <laughs> no, um, Florida, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia all have military bases. They also have a bunch of very heavily recruited 4A and 5A football programs. All those kids aren't going to make it to the league. All of them aren't going to make it to college. All of them aren't going to make it to a JUCO. Mm -hmm. But the military recruiters are going to be there. So if you want strong black men who take orders already in the South as foot soldiers and collateral damage. Come on, man. I don't hate this theory. Come on, man. And that's why I did theater. So it's a little. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I it's it's making a lot of sense to me because my friend who was one of the best cornerbacks at our high school now he's a cop which is military adjacent so it's military junior I think they might get you're right about the southern states and high school football players it is huge and it's huge business and the the machine wants to get the best 
for college and then even best for the pros. But I would say the military might be picking up the ones that don't make it, but the military is not involved in training them for that. Well, here's here's where I start to put on my my barbershop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here's where it becomes a quartet. Maybe that's it. Maybe <laughs> they're in barbershops, <laughs> and I just ain't been to the barbershop in a minute. <laughs> we'll get you I'm back in there. Hey, Alonzo, you can still come in. Just Welcome home, shit. brother. <laughs> Play checkers in the corner. We yeah. got stuff to say. <laughs> Here's here's where I start to think is how deeply the military is connected to American football in all facets, right? That like it 100 they fucking fly jets over NFL games just to remind us that they could shoot us down at yeah. any time. Like they really fucking care about the military specifically with football and that feels like it's like all part of a single system and organism yeah, yeah. working together. Yeah, and, fo- yeah. and football's great because uh, your life ends with getting Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, so you'll mm-hmm. forget all the shit that you did. Sure, mm-hmm. that's that's what they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If we want to go full conspiracy, think about the position titles. Uh-oh. Running back. What are you running from, my brother? Wake up! <laughs> Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Quarter back. You are only worth twenty five. I love you too much. <laughs> Wide receiver. What are we receiving? Less health care. You got to understand. <laughs> it's not. Y'all really are playing checkers. We up here playing 4D chess. <laughs> I don't hate this theory. I don't hate this theory at all. It's got some legs. Also, <laughs> yes, it's also got a vertical. Got a 40. <laughs> it's got it, those it legs run combine. a 40 real it fast. The the com- oh, the com- oh, can we talk about the combine? Let's talk about the combine. The combine. <laughs> Which we all love to watch, but it is like the most relaxed slave auction I've ever oh, seen absolutely. in sure, my absolutely. entire life. To the point where they'll be like, the physics on this guy. I mean, he's <laughs> worth so much money to the owners uh, of yeah, the team. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 100%. But the, the military connection is just, just advertised. It's just hype. Sure. You know? And, but, but no, I, I just... I don't know, American Wait a kids. second. Alonzo worked for the military. Time out. Hold on. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, I yes. just think, I just think if you look at the shape of American kids, <laughs> you can't say that there's any program designed to get them in shape. Yeah, the few guys on the football team, but the, but the Army needs a lot more. You see, these kids can't run up a flight of stairs unless – in a video game, they but can. the drone strikes—that's well, Call that's of the Duty, only ones. The video drone game players. strikes are they training them more hand-eye coordination to kill people in Yemen to kill people far away? Oh yeah, with the video games all being first-person shooters now with Fortnite. Like growing up, our video games—I played Tekken. I made yeah. Eddie dance like capoeira with dreadlocks while he was fighting i Lord. wasn't trying to kill someone i yeah. was just trying to unlock new outfits which <laughs> at that point i should have known but i'll be honest i wanted those outfits too it's See? complicated right genders you know sexuality it's a spectrum we're figuring it out yeah when i was like yeah crash bandicoot you look cute with his shirt off um I was like, yeah, man, you do too. <laughs> so, like, growing up, my video games were like, wow, this Pong, <laughs> this shit is amazing. Look I, at the line go up and down. I like the and idea then that you could bounce it off the angles. That was. I like the idea that you were like, man, I'm gonna get my Pong a new outfit someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change the color of the stripe in the Pong. 
But I mean, like, there is a part of it, like, it's the indoctrination into the military machine that you're not even aware of that I agree with. It's the fact that, like, I'm like, oh, I got, I'm fucking, like, wearing a camouflage see-through man purse right now. That shit don't have to be camouflage. But, like, I bought it because I was like, yeah, camouflage is great. Wait, why? Yeah. And and to that point, I think, because I'm Because you're Granddaddy. from Mississippi. See, that's why. Yeah. But it's also, like... I'm coded that way now. Like, I got brought up in it, and I can't even see why I like it. But I'm saying that that the machine, the, the danger of all of this is the machine never turns off. There is literally never a point where, where capitalism and the, the military-industrial complex is not working together to sell you on weaponizing shit. Now, is it intentionally, like, getting a bunch of fat kids into shape so that they can become soldiers? I don't know. But I know that the motherfuckers ain't hating the idea of it. Oh, no. they That, what you said there, I agree with. That there's always going to be a connection between capitalism and the military and making money off of war. That, yeah. That yeah, yeah. is always... And they're always going to need cannon fodder. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is they don't care about the cannon fodder being in shape. Ah. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't spending extra money to make sure that it's healthy cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, look, we just need bodies. Sure. You know, we'll whip them into shape. We got six weeks to not feed them and make them run. <laughs> right? That's I mean, that's what they do. It's like you don't eat. You run for the next six weeks. And you're going to lose, you know, 80 pounds. And, and you get a Dodge Camaro. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's like a bad will of fortune prize. They used to, there were so many times, like, in Mississippi, you'd be like, a new Charger? Oh, it's good seeing you. Have fun in Afghanistan, man. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, man. Also, like, your wife is going to miss you so much. When you come home, that's definitely your baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chargers were drug dealer cars where I'm from. Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't. I didn't associate them with military cars. I'm the. I, what was a big drug dealer car in Mississippi? I mean, a lot of them were a lot of drug dealing cars. Um, Chargers were like no, because like after Fifty Cent the Game video came out, like and that, and that Charger blew up. Like everyone wanted Chargers, so military people used their money to buy Chargers to look like dope boys. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was like a connection. They were like, I look so cool. I was like, you work for Uncle Sam. You ain't cool. <laughs> you selling you selling Coke the long way. Just, just, <laughs> you taking too many steps. <laughs> you clear the field where they sell Coke yeah, later. Yeah. You don't got to go over there and see the poppies. Just get heroin. <laughs> <laughs> they were curious where it came from. <laughs> Went to the source. Just like selecting like at Whole Foods, like, wow, this is free range opium. Okay, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I do th I do think if we're talking about sort of like the... uh, can I just comment on how Jay went from dope dealers in Mississippi to Whole Foods? You've come a long way, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanna talk I wanna talk since I'm here and I have both of y'all, I wanna talk about the conspiracy that they making black men gay younger and younger. I wanna talk mm. about that one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about I'm it. I'm not scared. <laughs> <laughs> I My talk, heart rate didn't increase. I wanna talk to Alonzo and I wanna they, talk to you. Are they making them gay? I thought they came out that way. See? I thought that was just Mm. It's like a, how do you make you know that that theory's always been funny to me. How do you make someone funny? Gay? How? how do you? Oh, is it connected? <laughs> <laughs> funny, hilarious. <laughs> 
how do you, how do you make someone gay? Like With what did we do kisses. to make them that? Like, I just I just remember there was a theory of always putting black men in dresses. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's a little that's that is true, but I that also like that, is because they hate black women and they think that black women are masculine, so they use black men to make fun of black women in drag because they don't respect the femininity of black women. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, every black grandmother is Martin Lawrence. I'm like, no, that's not my grandma. Yeah. I did have a big mama, but that's a different story. <laughs> but Alonzo, I like what you're saying. Like, how would you make, how yeah, would you like, make black like, men All gay? my life I've been attracted to women. Women are sexy, attractive, turn me on, this or that. There's nothing you're going to do that's suddenly going to make me like, Want to fuck a man? Well, but damn. the argument. Was, I mean, even well, my damn. dog. Even my dog is safe. <laughs> <laughs> but the argument. The argument is, is that for years the reason, the reason you're attracted to women is because TV, popular media only showed you sexy women, and now for the first time we can show sexy men on television in a different way pressing into each other, ruffling each other's hair and chins and whatever. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, you're so strong. You too. I'm, I'm yeah, friend- I get it. <laughs> you too. Is that the dirty talk that you picture them having? <laughs> you too. <laughs> and that you, a child watching that, would suddenly start to negotiate with feelings that, that are more complicated than simply a binary I fuck with girls. That's it, and that and that's forever and always. I like Alonzo's angle is because like a lot of a lot of old heads in the black community sometimes they won't understand what you said at the beginning. It's like I've always liked girls. So if these young kids or these teenagers know they like boys, I believe them because I knew back then that I liked yeah, girls. Well, okay, to your point, I know Tyson Beckford. Yeah. If I don't want to fuck that pretty motherfucker, they <laughs> if, if I don't want to fuck Tyson Beckford, then they ain't That's made a man I want to fuck. <laughs> That's the prettiest man in the world. Yeah. That that man, and I can confidently in my manhood say that son bitch is beautiful. Yeah. He is beautiful. I'll say this: I have no desire to fuck him. Alonzo Bowden, the straightest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on tape. Oh man, he, no! But Tyson Beckford is the sexiest blazing ever. That's like, woo! Oh my goodness! That's Wait. when you know you have rumblings. When you're like, when you're nine and ten, you're like, man, that guy seems what's the word? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> is that the word we're using, guys? He's so cool. Wait, Jay, Jay, you brought it up. Do you believe that there's any validity to this yes. conspiracy theory? <laughs> Whoa. No, I don't think that they're turning the kids gay. I think there's a correlation with, like, left-handedness. Like, I know probably in the 50s, they're like, what's all these left-handed motherfuckers doing coming out? And it's because there was a bit more allowance. Also, the gay population isn't, like, rising, like, exponentially. It's like a slow bell curve. So it's probably going to go from, like, 10% to, like, 13%. But because black men being queer gets like such a pinpoint focus and it's usually because they're like but what they doing in atlanta i'm like that's young thug by the way that's not (laughs) every gay black man in atlanta i think that like people are getting scared and people don't necessarily know how to talk to their young black sons about it because like here's the funny part and i'm gonna get in trouble for saying this funny how By funny, I mean faggot. And so... We're keeping that. 
No, what um, <laughs> what has always existed though is that like there was never this like pushback and this like kind of animus against black lesbianism. Like we all mm. watch The Color Purple. We all know a stud at a barbershop that gives an amazing haircut. We've all seen a, a girl in like an oversized polo on cargo shorts. You're like, what up, pimp? Like it's like we understand homosexuality when like masculinity is threatened, but I think it's a combination of the fear of prison rape. I think it's a combination of the fear of like the loss of black male identity. I think it's a fear that's kind of founded in like buck breaking and sexual assault on plantations. So I understand why it exists, but it's so fascinating. Cause like when I'm just kicking with my niggas, everyone's like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. But the minute someone like, I don't know, with too many onk chains and the dashiki shows up, it's like, you know, homosexuality was invented by the Greeks. And I'm like, it was pretty niggas in pre-colonial Africa too. Yeah. Like they was, like they definitely. And, and to your but point. Are there, are there more gay black men or are they just coming out so we're becoming more aware of it? There are more gay black men that are coming out slash their congregations are finding out. Like that's what's happening. It's yeah. like a, it's like a, people are finding out now because they've been doing it on the low. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the, the number, the, I think the number's the same. Yeah. It's just becoming Exposure. more public. So people are like, yeah. oh, wow, we didn't know there were this many. Yeah. But they but they're not like recruiting new ones. No, know? and but and because like it's so hard to like sell this to people. I mean, it's like so, it's be like, man, okay, so listen up. There's gonna be a lot of pushback, but just think of pushback. You say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting racy, folks. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> There's I, gonna I and push in, uh, but. People get very nervous. So you can't really recruit someone into homosexuality. You can offer an incentives package and then... An and, incentives package. And then you have like a second callback with them. And then you'll be like, <laughs> you'll be like, so do you accept the offer? They'll be like, I've got a lot of really good offers on the table. Um, I don't think we're recruiting. I think we're just telling a lot of people who haven't had the chance to know like, it's okay. Like, it's all right if you want to do this shit. But then people will be like, oh, like Lil Nas X. I'm like, but first, you got to remember, Lil Nas X is gay second. He's a troll first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. And I yeah, will yeah. say, I will say that's that's the thing that when you talk to, when I talk to old head motherfuckers about shit like this, a lot of times it's not so much the idea that black people are gay as it is like the quickness at which the media and Hollywood or whoever decided we are going to uh present this for the world and it's like i don't know man you had a, you had a long run of just looking at regular heteronormative shit yeah just let the run be the but run. also looking yeah. at little richard too Woo! like yeah. it was yeah well he didn't die gay and he assured <laughs> us of that on the way out <laughs> <laughs> i love that he was in his all white casket in sequence like girl i love pussy like it was <laughs> <laughs> Lil Richard said, num, 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 num. <laughs> Pussy say so good to me. <laughs> we believe it make you, me wop, 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 bam, boo. It's a silly idea that you could turn a person gay or not gay, whatever. But it is, I, I, what I often find myself negotiating with is people just being mad at the way, again, the machine 
of like uh, of selling stuff works. Yeah. And how excited Hollywood or whoever's in charge of stuff gets to be like diversity. We'll 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 show you the most diverse thing or the most gay thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's yeah. what they're more worried about inside of this thing. And that's also illegitimate. But it's it's coming it's from marketing. A, yeah, well, that's, marketing place. That's like the interracial couple. Every commercial now. Yeah. After the Cheerios thing, they're like, yeah. Every commercial is interracial now. Like, it, it, you know, if you're if you're a, a black woman and you don't look mixed with kind of unidentifiable curly yeah, hair, yeah, you can't get a job. Yeah. yeah. Well, know? and and they always put them with like a a goofy ass white man, and they're yeah. taking care of this baby. And you're like, man, I don't know if he needs to be in this commercial for Luster's Pink Lotion. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we need. To, I don't know if we need to see the husband in this commercial. You made the pink lotion reference, yeah, and we lost can... the white people. No, 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 we no. They, the they know. If they're here, they better know about it. Do, do you guys? Do you guys know pink Blue lotion? Magic pink no, lotion. They don't just know. For me. I they think they. Know. I think they're laughing because they're like, I don't know that product at all. <laughs> but also, that's not Alonzo, in my section. It must. I I want to. I want to hear the white people's review of this podcast on the way out. Yes, Alonzo you also brings up a good dogs, point though, because like the other thing that people are very scared about is they think that queer people doesn't include black people, and I think what's so important to me is that black queer laughter at and with us is fine. There's always been niggas in comedy that's gonna make jokes about and with black people. Mm -hmm. And black queer people who have been around since the fucking, I mean, Langston Hughes was black, was black and queer, like Zora Neale Hurston, like black queer people have always been able to laugh at ourselves with ourselves. And there's this weird divide being created a bit by the media where it's like black comics and queer people don't get along. Separate. And that shit is so fucking foul when I'm a person who grew up loving so many black comedians, mm -hmm. and so now it's like, oh man, like I fucking, I fucking love so many people who have, you know, kind of off-color, racy jokes about black queer people sure. and about queer people. You gotta give us names. Um, you gotta give us names. Who comes to mind recently? <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me think. But no, <laughs> niggas making gay jokes is still funny to me, cause I still like jokes and i know that for the most part there is not any harm in being able to laugh at a well-constructed joke that's rooted in like i don't know how is it hard to be black or is it hard to be gay in america and a person trying to like wrestle with that conundrum i don't think we need to completely throw away people's work if they're making gay jokes there was a time fucking andy cohen who who is nice Usually, he asked Titus Burgess about working yeah. with Eddie Murphy on Dolomite about the gay jokes. And Titus Burgess had one of the best answers. Titus Burgess is very gay, very black. He was like, but I love Eddie. And that's also a black people conversation. I don't need white queer people yeah. talking to black comedians and black queer people about how we talk and how we get along. Because mm -hmm. that shit is that's a waste true. of time. That's true. You heard it here first. I love the black people that snap their fingers. That's great. Get out there and make fun of a gay black person today. Yeah. That's right. I need Stop all letting these motherfuckers ride for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You no, gonna we... bully a black gay today. <laughs> a black gay. Push Todrick Hall into a locker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back through my comedy history and thinking, have I hit this? Did I hit the black gay thing? Did I miss it? Man, I missed that no, one. No, but you do I, think... I still got time. But no, I think I did one back in the day. But, but... I think it's it's the shit is funny. If it's a funny joke. 
you know, because like black queer people will come up to you after the show and be like, that shit was good. You got me. You yeah. got us. Yeah. And that's, I think that language and that interaction is so much more nuanced and important than people are giving it credit. And that conversation, I don't think is ever going to be just like so starkly divided. And I wanted to say that because like right now everyone's like, oh. Oh, I'm I'm writing the you ain't converting me bit right after this. <laughs> the Tyson Beck were like, mm, it ain't working. I'm sorry. All right. They're going to put us out of here. I we, We've got to go. This has been fun. This has this been, been a amazing. beautiful thing. Could, yeah. could thank, you guys. Thank you. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for bullshitting with us. Could you guys tell the people at home where they can find you and what cool shit you have going on? I'm at AlonzoBowden.com and ZoFunny on Instagram. Fuck yeah. Go follow Alonzo and do the thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, at Hodo Comedy. That's H-O-O-D-O Comedy. One word on all social media platforms. On also, go follow Hodo's. You, yeah. you yeah. heard her. Yeah. What yes. the fuck? <laughs> I'm at Jay Jordan, my full name on all platforms. And follow me there. Also, if you ever see me in Walmart with a big white girl. Yes. Just know I'm helping her buy something. That's it. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't going to figure it out without Jay's help. Yes. <laughs> and you can follow me at Langston Kerman if you ever want to send us your own conspiracy theories, your own bad opinions about what I do up here. You can send them to mymamapod at gmail.com. Otherwise, bye, bitch. Bye, guys. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.